0: The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DoD Arts Components.
1: Pay attention, because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. Freely, 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 freely. 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 I keep that energy, man. That's twenty-four, man. That's what.
0: Oh, we gotta start out on a somber note, though. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I just found out probably like last, this week, I just found out that my um, chief, my first chief that I ever had in the Navy passed away Mm. two years ago, man. Two years ago. Yeah. And and I didn't even know. Mm. So he he had been reaching out to me always. He always reached out to me. It started out with like music. So he used to listen to my music and stuff like that. So he always kept in contact with me because he believed in that. And he changed his name on Facebook, so it was like a weird name. And I can't remember the name. He went through, like, went by a nickname on Facebook. And I went to a ship. I went to another ship the other day. And somebody from the ship that we were on together told me, hey, do you know um, John McIntyre passed? That was his name, Mm -hmm. John McIntyre. I said, no, I, I didn't know. I didn't know he passed away. He was like, yeah, he passed away. Like, last year, I got a copy of the obituary if you okay. want to copy an obituary, and I'm like, damn, so it really was him. Hmm. So then he sent me the obituary. I, I might have got it when I was talking to somebody, like my godmom or somebody. I think I was talking to somebody on the phone. I, so I just skimmed through it, and then I sent it to my uh, second class that was in my division when I first got there that knows him as well. But I called him first. I'm like, yo, did you know? I called him Chief Mac. He wound up being a. He wound up making warrant. He was a warrant officer and stuff like that. He, I think he was act, he was actually still in the Navy when he passed. He was still active. Mm. And, um, he looked at the obituary, you know, so I'm thinking he passed a year ago. He looked at the obituary. He was like, in accordance with this obituary, obituary, it was two years ago. Mm. I was like, damn, man. So I do, I, I want to start off by saying rest well, rest in peace to my first chief, uh, that I ever had who I called Chief Mac. you know, uh, but he, he was off. Uh, officer and everything like that. So I'm going to call him John McIntyre for the sake of this. And this uh, this episode is dedicated to John McIntyre. Thank you so much for ushering me into this Navy and setting me on the right path. I appreciate it so much.
1: Yeah, man. Hey man, that's a, that's pretty, pretty good. You bring that up and you say something about it, man, because sometimes we don't understand how um the influence that leadership has, right. Especially talking about the chiefs, you know what I mean? they really, truly, is a mother and a father figure for us, man? When we first come in at 18 years old, and to understand that bond that you have with somebody, especially if you got somebody who you look up to, and you're like, man, this is this is crazy on on how because you don't have your mom and dad there no more, man. You go on deployment six months, eight months, ten months, and who you talking to every day is that freaking chief. He's he the, he the one keeping you in line. He's the one keeping you in straight. You're still a teenager. You know what I mean? You still, you know, 18, 19 years old, man. So, um, and you guys stayed in touch. Like my first chief, man, I I don't know the, I don't know where he's at. I don't know if he passed away. I don't know anything, man. Uh, last time I talked to him was like five years ago, man. I knew he was in San Diego. He worked somewhere, but now, you know, no contact. And like you said, man, people, when you're on Facebook and social media, man, you got crazy names. You can't even, you don't even know, man. So, you know,
0: uh, yeah, man, he he fought for us when it was warranted. You know, some some of y'all want y'all chiefs to fight for y'all when it's not warranted, man. <laughs> like, yeah. like nah, you felt that spot check, man. You you, you felt it, man. He can't get you out of that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you should have turned. What is it? The rip check. You should have turned the party, man. You should. You know, you should have got it. That you should have emailed that chief about that spot check, man. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Man. Like, like, like should have reached know. out. You know what I mean? Like, but he fought for me. He he fought for us when it was warranted, not like you know, on the bullshit, like he fought for us when I was warranted. So I definitely appreciate him. And then I got lucky enough to have another amazing chief right after, like that I was lucky. Like I I really think I was lucky. You know what I'm saying? Like not everybody has that. Not everybody's story is that way. You know, and I, and I try my best to emulate those guys in the best ways that I can. You know what I'm saying? So once again, man, dedicate this episode to John McIntyre. Rest well all right let's get right into it man you know i i got a bone to pick i wish teach was here you know what i'm saying but i listen back to the pods you know i listen back to the pod so i hear what i say so right after we record the pod i'm listening back to it editing i heard myself say chat gps three <laughs> times straight. you know what i mean i heard myself say chat gps three times straight. Oh, i had a man. problem with that you know what i mean and so you know i normally take ownership for the most part like i like it's almost bad. Like people sometimes tell me, like, hey, you need to stop taking so much ownership. Like that's really how bad it, it is sometimes. People be like, yo, why do you follow the sword so much? See So but I can't, you know, people that listen to the pod probably don't think so, because they probably think I blame you for everything. Yeah. And can't yeah, lie, do. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You do. Can't <laughs> lie, man. I'm about to blame you all for this chat GPS shit, man. <laughs> Cause like it's chat GPT, right? It's chat yeah, GPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as I heard myself say chat GPS. I was like, damn, I fucked that up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I knew that I was gonna say it a couple more times. I was like, all right, I'll probably next time I say it, I'll probably say Chat GPS yeah. Then I was like, you know, and it's Chat GPS. And then I said it again. I was like, yeah, and <laughs> Chat GPS. I'm like, now i fucked fuck that up three times straight. You know, yeah. right on a listen back, man. And that's mm. what I need y'all for, Damon, man. And make me think yeah. y'all not listening to me when I'm talking. So let me tell
1: you this, man. I do listen, right? But a lot of times, bro. You know, I'm trying to get these thoughts together too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, you,
0: you, you know, I, you supposed to listen. You know, you supposed to listen to listen. I do. Listen? I do be listening. I listen. You know, to say you know it, what I'm
1: saying? To say it. You know, answer and a T. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but, that up, man. yeah, man, I got you, man. I'm, 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 I'm going to get it together, man. You know, because the day I was in the, in the talking to one of my guys, man, and, and we just chit-chatting about the pod and chit-chatting about some stuff. He said, "Man, Domo always on you, bro. (laughs) You you right, man. I said, you are right. He is on me,
0: man. Oh "Oh, yeah, man. I hope they know I love you, and I don't want no smoke, man. You know what I'm saying? I hope they know that. You know, I want no smoke, man. If we was doing a face to face pod, y'all, coming quiet. I be shutting up, man. On a face to face pod, I be shutting up. Go back to those face to face pod days. See how (laughs) how quiet I was. (laughs) But we had the presence and the presence of day though." You know what I'm saying? Um, I did, I did my first Saturday morning room inspection, man. So I, I went to a room. I did a barracks inspection and it failed. The barracks mm. inspection failed. And somebody told me they juiced me up, man. To the listeners, look, yeah, I'm sorry, but I know we got some junior seller listeners and well. so stuff like that. They juiced me up, y'all. Somebody told me they was like, Hey, this dude here, he was a hell of a RA. You know, he fucking inspected people's in barracks rooms on Saturdays. If they fucked up. So I'm like, like, I think I should do that. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds like a good idea. Let them know. Let them take me serious on the home front. You know what I mean? Like, get your, get, your, get it right. Oh, so, I scheduled my first Saturday. I will never, I'm going to tell y'all straight, I will never do another Saturday morning room inspection again. Unless I have to. Hold on. Unless let's, I have uh, to.
1: I got a question. So, this Saturday thing was purely Volunteer. What, what you mean by that? Did you have to volunteer to do it on Saturday, or, or, or we? or you guys do it on Saturdays? Is that a norm, or you volunteered to do it on Saturdays?
0: It could be done. So it was a reinspect because because oh, so it was is. a reinspect because the room fell. So uh, the room fell when I went and did the inspection. Any other day, I mean, you gotta leave. You gotta leave your ship to go do the room inspections anyway, right? So and then they don't do them at lunch. So you doing them between nine and eleven, and then. 12 and 14 or something like that or 13 and 14, whatever time you could get in. So it's a re. so somebody told me, they was like, hey, this R.A., you know, his room's never really felt because he started doing the re-inspects on Saturdays and people ain't, you know, you cutting into their time now. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do one on a Saturday. Man, I wanted to do something at that time. Almost (laughs) forgot about it. like You know, and, and I felt so bad. I went to the dude's room and he had it cleaned though. He did have it clean and he was standing by. Yeah. Because I, I scheduled some room inspections before as a RA and dudes just, I think they just went by the wayside. Like, cause I put on, I put on a sheet. Hey, I, I probably fucked up, Damon. I put on a sheet. Call me. Call me to schedule your room inspection. They probably oh, was like, no. They, they probably mm-hmm. was like, okay. All right. We go call them. <laughs> we'll call you. All right. <laughs> we'll call you. All right. So I'm like, I ain't going to do that this uh-huh. time. I, I, I'm going to make it legit. So I, only one room felt cause it was super like really bad. So I hit the dude up and then on Saturday morning he had everything ready for me. I just went into his room, you know, real quick, kind of gave him the 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 conversation like, hey man, you know, let's at least have this, 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 this It just his room was atrocious, man, when I went yeah. through the first time, you know. So he hooked it up. He made it good. And again, it's not one of them things where you really wanna be too much of an inconvenience to somebody because people live in these barracks rooms. But it's also a little bit of decorum that you need to have knowing people inspect your rooms, you know yeah if if i if I could choose as an r a what duties I would have, inspecting rooms probably wouldn't be one of them to be honest with you. yeah, or the r a watch or r. a being there to assist people uh when they need help, or mediating people when they need anything. if I was to choose the only duty I would have as an r a. is to live in the barracks.
1: <laughs> <This is> shit, <laughs> that's everybody, right? <laughs> 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 hey,
0: what you do, y'all? I just live here, man. I'm yeah, stand yeah, watch. I, I don't mediate. I don't. I was like nah. Um, actually, just just this week that just passed, I, I drove a seller to the building so they could get a new key. Uh, talked to him for a little bit. Called. Oh, that was good, man. I liked it. So I'm just joking about some of that, y'all. Yeah, man. You know, the RAs
1: me. also, man. So one of my guys, man, like he wanted to. <laughs> Like, I'm going on travel, man. He wanted to take my travel. He said, hey, man, let me take your, I'll take your travel, but let me, let me talk to another RA and see if want to take my, uh, like r- inspections or something, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Gotta. Yeah, man. They said no to him, bro. They <laughs> said, nah, we can't do that for you, man. For so, real? Yeah. They went they went.
0: So mm-hmm. he couldn't do it. He couldn't
1: do it, bro. He had to
0: stay to do RA stuff.
1: Yep. He got to stay and do RA. It's next, it's yeah. for next week. Cause I'm going, I'm, I'm traveling next week. So, yeah. and I'm taking my, my travel kit, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna see how it oh, works. Are you ready? Man. You ready
0: to pot? I'm gonna yeah, say, I'm ready gonna ready say how pot. it works,
1: man. I'm seeking I do it,
0: man. My RA group ain't bad, man. They look out for each other. It ain't been nothing. Like, dudes take each other to the exchange and everything. I heard some RAs, like, barbecue and do yeah. all types of stuff, like, do yeah. cookouts and everything for the sellers, man. That's good stuff. That, man. That, that sounds good. I don't know. You know me, man. I'm collecting the money are handing out buns, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that. <laughs> you know, I about know
1: that, that girl, man. I'm flipping, flipping the yeah. burgers, man. I'm flipping them burgers out
0: there, man. Yeah, man. So if the listeners don't remember, we had a, I had a feedback report that was five years old. Remember that? i tell the story yeah. about the feedback report yeah. that was five years old. Yeah. They got back in contact with me, bro. Mm. They got back. They got back. So I emailed, you know, I went through like a chain of different people to email. So I finally got the right dude. After I hit the dude up, our land went down, right? Mm. So the land come back up. I'm catching up on emails and I don't see an email from dude. You know what I'm saying? Dude, he hit me up like, hey, can you send me the tech manual? Can you send me this? Can you send me that? I sent them everything he asked for. You know what I mean? I figure it's a five-year-old feedback report. So they probably been working this thing for the last <laughs> five years. And all of the last little pieces they need to connect the dots was these tech manuals for me, right? <laughs> send the it set. to him. Set. Got it. Send it to him. Mm. Uh so then land goes down, land comes back up, I shoot him an email, you know. And like I I I I read the laws of power and all that stuff, right? So I, I maneuver a certain way, right? So I yeah. email I'm like, I'm like, hey man, um, you know, my land went down, just came back up. I'm just checking to see if maybe you sent the response back from the email I sent, and I, it just went off the radar or something happened because the land wasn't up. This is what he said to me. He was like, I got everything, seeing. Be patient, you know. So, bro, he said,
1: "Be patient." You said, "Be patient." I've been like, "Hey, I don't know if you saw that date on that, on that feedback report." You said, "Be patient, man."
0: It's a five-year-old. It's <laughs> a five-year-old feedback report, and I emailed you this three months ago, man. Oh, like, I don't man. know how much more patient I could be. You he know said, what I mean? Be patient, bro. He said, "Be patient, bro." He That's said, "Be
1: crazy. patient." Out of all things you can say, be patient. He said, "Be, is be not patient, one bro." Of them, bro, be patient. He really said that one shit. One. I be can't patient. believe that. That's crazy. That's
0: crazy. So, question: <clears throat> What's your most embarrassing moment? What's Ooh. the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you in front of a junior sailor?
1: So, what happened? Embarrassing. I, I tell, you, I tell you, one of the most. I don't know if it's like necessarily a junior sailor thing, man, but. I once got brought back to the ship in handcuffs. As a chief? As, not as a chief though. But I think that was not one of my both. Oh, you said as a chief. Okay. As
0: a chief, what was, was one of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to you in front of a dream? So. Oh, man.
1: You go first,
0: man. Then I'm going to come All back. All right. Easy. Easy yeah. day. Uh, I'm in the head, right? In the morning. So, you know, so, <laughs> I don't know how to uh, really word this, but I was taking the shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's Mm -hmm. just you know that's just what it is, right? It's it's number two. You know what I mean? Uh, And it was a bad one, bro. We might have talked about this on a pod. It was a bad one, bro. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's something I ate last night. I don't know what. This is bad shit. I was in there for a minute, right? And I think it cut into cleaning stations time, right? Still in there. We had an FSA at the time, right? Young lady, young lady FSA. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking she might have been cleaning. The lady's head. You know what I mean? Nah, she was standing outside of (laughs) our head. She was standing outside of our head, waiting for the motherfucker that was in there for the last 20 minutes, taking this epic number two. You know what I mean? So I step out. and I just see her right there, you know? <laughs> she just right there waiting for the but. It stink, bro. It's like bad, bro. It's funky. It's messed up, man. It's messed up. Sorry to the listeners. I'm sorry. We talk about shit in the first 15 minutes, right? But it's it's bad, bro. And I'm normally very, like, I went down at the time. I went down because I felt like it was gonna be private. By the time it aired out, like people mm. be go. I knew what was coming by the you know how you know it's coming by the way your stomach feels. So I knew what was coming, but it ain't work out right. So yeah. she right there, bro. I see her. I wash my hands and I scurry away, bro, because it's like I'm 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 ashamed and embarrassed. You know what I mean? And I, I think I said sorry to her. You know what I did after that, man? What? I want to talk to our LPO, man. I wanted to, <laughs> you want to
1: know that she said something?
0: I wanted to do damage control, man. So I said, hey, man, hey, look, up. I I, 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 I'm like, yo, look, I feel real bad about this, man. I was like, I really <laughs> fucked up after a month, man. She was out there. And it wasn't the FSA LPO. It was her parent division LPO, oh, like man. her actual mentor LPO. I, we know him too. He could vouch for this story. Uh, and I went up but, to him, I'm like, hey, man, look, man, I'm sorry, like, this happened, I've, she knows it happened, and she knows it was me, man, and I don't know what to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He like, yo, see, it was the chief at the time, he said, hey, don't worry about the chief, don't worry, I was so ashamed of <laughs> us, it was, so, it was so bad, bro, it was so bad, man. That's probably yeah. the most embarrassing thing happened. Honestly, think, like, because I was, like, uh, like, close to being, like, on a level of, like, mentor to her. Yeah. After that, she ain't with oh, me. After that, bro.
1: Man, you done blowed. You made me go up in here. You know, yes, in she, 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 she
0: messed with me. After that, I think she
1: probably looked at me different, like all oh, the way, man. man. What well, about I you? Know, I don't know if it's the most embarrassing thing, man. But I had this. It got to be the most,
0: though. The most, the most well, one, though. Yeah, the number I'm, one on the list. Number
1: one. So I was um, on the bike, man. This, this happened on the ship, man. I'm on the bike. I'm trying to win, man. You know what I'm saying? So I'm up early. It's like. You know, four in the morning or whatever, man. So I'm up. I'm in the um, in the little they got a little fan room. They had the bikes in, but I used to do this thing where I I wanted to turn the bike so I couldn't see nobody, right? I didn't want to mm-hmm. see nobody come in the door. And but the door was open, so the fan room wasn't locked down, and that you can just open it, come on in, right? So it was two bikes, and that one turned the other way, one to put it. But I couldn't. I don't care what's behind me because I'm motivated. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go, right? And man, freaking, um, so I'm up in there uh, going, bro, going. And you know how you in that, in that zone. So man, I just freaking my guy came on, man. Fucking, um, what is his name? Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Uh, Kevin Gates. Yeah, you know Kevin what Gates. I mean? Kevin Gates he came with my ear, bro. I'm freaking rapping some, some, some Kevin Gates, man, in there. And then I finally like looked to the side a little bit, and I noticed somebody on the other bike. Oh shit! Junior Sailor on the other bike, and I'm like, oh shit! I'm embarrassed. So ah, they probably just came in here, mm-hmm. <laughs> bro. I looked back, they had been on them like fifteen minutes. <laughs> I didn't even know they was in there, so they did heard me rap. Not only Kevin Gates, but probably three, four songs before Kevin Gates.
0: Yeah, but I and you were saying all the words. You saying oh, you were saying all the bro. words.
1: I was saying everything in there, bro. Everything mm. in there, right? Uh so I got off the bike and and dude, I apologize though. I said, hey, I didn't know you was in here, you know. I apologized. though. you know, <laughs> rapping what and you stuff apologize? like
0: that. Why are you I, cause I, you were cause I was
1: apologizing because I felt bad. <laughs> One, I was just loud and you know, I'm just loud, yeah. right? And whatever. Turned That's kind of what I was I was turned up. That's kind of what I was apologizing for. But I was probably saying some other shit too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> I was just apologizing to apologize, man. But it was all good though. They was they was pretty cool about it, but I'm sure. They went back and told man, you should have heard fucking senior up in there, man. But going crazy, I'm sorry about that. ain't nobody come back and say nothing to me. So I'm, you know, <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: So that, <laughs> that that story there made me think that you would uh tell the people at the food truck that your first name was Senior if if you or if you order food in front of some junior sellers. No, I'm not that dude. I was just wondering like if you in that food truck they like what's your name and you like oh man I don't want to say my first name in front of these young sellers so tell them my name Senior Leggings nah bro where they (laughs) had you (laughs) that burrito where they had you you that (laughs) breakfast burrito like hey Senior Leggings hey man somebody somebody call somebody
1: if somebody at the food truck, man, they use they say senior leg is a senior whoever, or they use their name, bro. I, I might even look at them funny. I might like if I know you I'm, I'm finna crack a joke <laughs> on you. If I know you go gonna get a joke, right? If if you know, if I don't know you, you might get a, a long stare. Like, he's serious right now? Look. Yeah, he can't do but, that. Man. Nah, bro. I ain't.
0: I got like th- have you seen chokers like like the choker chains, like on sellers? Cause, man, I feel like they're at an all-time high, man. Either sellers are finding like smaller chains that go around their neck and are like super visible, are they finding looser collars on t-shirts to where you can see the chains <laughs> no matter what? It's getting so bad. It's almost as if it's like not a regulation yeah. against that.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I tell
1: you what, man, I have not been, on you know, seeing a lot of them with the little choker chains on. But oh, in civilian bad. clothes, I have though. You know what I mean? Like them walking around in civilian, like I go somewhere, and I see you know, the younger generation got their little little small-ass chains on or whatever, man. Like, yeah. like like that shit, like, you know, fucking like a couple neck rolls, man. That shit might motherfucking break or some shit, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that ain't bad. I see choker chains galore. I'm always telling somebody, like, mm. hey, man, you got to take your chain. And it's bad. Like, people don't want to take their chains off. So I'm always yeah. telling somebody, like, yo, you got to take your chain off. Like, hey, you got to pull your, pull your t-shirt up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Your t-shirt shit. It's all, it's, it's bad, bro. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, man. So I mean so, but but it is what it is, man. You guys gotta make sure you guys got that shit tucked in, bro. You know what I'm saying? Tuck that shit in. Or ain't at shit, all. Whatever. Yeah. Hey,
0: so if y'all don't know, if you listening to Tisha late, you know what I'm saying? So right now we navigate we just trying to navigate. Tisha had a lot of topics in here. So we we try to like skip through some of her topics, you know what I mean? So we try to navigate y'all. So forgive us if we sell choppy right now. I don't know yeah. how we sell and, you know. And
1: though. and then on, on on the flip on the let's flip that a little bit. You guys ain't surprised either, right? Teach lady, Are you guys surprised,
0: Are you <laughs> surprised at she's all? Let best. me know. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up. t says she's going to she she gonna jump in, man. Uh, restricted areas at Liberty Ports. Ooh. When, you, when you were a young seller, Damon, <laughs> hey, did you ever go to a restricted area? Uh, no. Uh, uh, I didn't, did I didn't go mess somewhere? around. For real, you ain't never go somewhere where they said, like, stay away from it all?
1: No. Nope. Didn't do it, mm-hmm. bro. Didn't do it. Didn't mess around with it. So I'm going uh, to tell y'all all.
0: young sellers. I'm going to let y'all young sellers know that might, you know, scurry scurry your way into a restricted area. You might go to the strip club that they say stay away from. And when you get in there, you might just happen to see a group <laughs> of chiefs. I'm going to let you know it's this, awesome, man. I'm going to let you know this, man. Those chiefs, they are not there because they're violating good order and discipline. Those chiefs are there to ensure you don't violate That's good it. order and discipline.
1: That's I'll it, bro. That. That's it. No, no, no big deal. I mean, don't worry about it. But let me let me tell you this, man. we going hey, we don't wanna see you on Monday morning in front of the mess. Right? So we're gonna go to these spots before you get there. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna, we gonna check them out, make sure everything's good to go. and Keep you out of there, man. Like, like, might even give you a warning. You know what I'm saying? Don't come back warning you know what i mean yeah <laughs> you see that head now for. you get
0: that head now you see that head now you get up, know saying?
1: Here, <laughs> <man>. get up <laughs> out of here man
0: oh hey what's up see yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But, but let me tell you who the worst <laughs> is when it comes to these restricted and I mean, it comes to like just being on the streets going anywhere man is them is them damn um what they call them man the the ones go out through the little, little thing on their arms man what they call them the little uh short patrol short patrol man short patrol y'all out of control bro
0: Y'all they just be trying to quote everybody safe. That.
1: man. Show Patrol got they try to check people looking at them all funny and shit. Come on, Show Patrol, man. You know you guys just mad because you guys ain't got liberty that night, man. don't, be, don't, don't get all crazy because you guys ain't got liberty, man.
0: Yeah, shit. Show Patrol be hating, man. Yeah, Show do. Patrol be Big hating, time, like, man. Big time. Like, I just want a shawarma, baby. Like I just <laughs> leave me alone, man. I'm gonna get my shawarma and I'm getting back on the Liberty bus, man. You yep, know what I'm saying? Man. Like, you know, cause the shawarma spot be like right across from the Liberty bus. At, you know, at that, at that one spot, I forgot that one spot, but the shawarma spot right there, I get it. It's 1142. They gonna finish my shawarma <laughs> in three minutes and I'm hopping on this fucking Liberty bus. As uh, long as I get man. on the bus before 12, I didn't violate my liberty. I know how Nothing. it goes. Nothing. I Let me get my fucking shawarma. Show,
1: show be right across the street staring at you, man. Hey, bro, especially what, what we, what, what was it? The place we used to go? Sassable. You know, motherfucking Sasso, they got a little sailing town out there, whatever, man. I'm sure patrol, and they used to like. Now I don't think it's a thing. I don't think it's a thing now, but I know in the COVID stuff, you know, you have to be back at a certain time or whatever, man. Yeah. Like everybody, boy, them jokers being there ready to pounce in them spots, boy. When oh, they know it's by, by midnight, boy, they ready to yeah. midnight clear it out.
0: Yeah, y'all or don't Shore even patrol. look cool. Short patrol don't even like make it look mm-hmm. cool or nothing. Like if I was short patrol, I would look cool, man. Yeah, I, man. You know, man. have a place to sit, chill. You know, if somebody come past me a little, bit, I'd be like, hey, man, you know, you got like twenty minutes left, you know. Yeah, yeah. man. You know, but I would like hit y'all be 2-0 here with the, be hit with the... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be in the corner looking yeah, crazy.
1: crazy. Like, Get out of here, man. Let's get into this. Do better, man. I got this do better, bro. Let's go, baby. I don't have a do better. I have. I have one and a half do-betters, right? Let's get it. So, like, so my first do-better is for these taskers, man, which I have no problem with taskers. So let me say that real quick. I have no problem with taskers, right? Uh-huh. But this is what I do got a problem with. Taskers on Monday. Say for and this is the example I'm using. Say your captain or your commander come and say, hey, uh, tell you on Monday that you have, a tasker that's due by Friday. I'm like, oh, okay, no, I got a little time to look at this. I'm good. And then all of a sudden your devil or your department head or whoever else come back and say, Hey, we need to get this done by close of business today.
0: Talk about it. Now
1: we're getting no a problem with that, man. Captain said Friday, man. Like, why well, got that is done by close of business today. I just don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Why? But I'm going to tell you this. I love your energy. I love mm-hmm. the energy about, I love your get it done attitude. Right? But guess mm-hmm. what? You ain't the one doing this damn task here, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? How about that? How matter. about if you had that, you want that, you know, get it done attitude, man, you do that task here, man. Like you waiting on me to do that task. You tell me about
0: 1600.
1: Uh, I don't know. I got a little bit of a problem with that man. Like, you know, let, let's talk about it first. Let's talk about that Wednesday, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they getting yeah. the, by about Wednesday type shit, right? But that's fucking Monday. She just told us 5 minutes ago. Shit. All right, my talk second one, home. man. My second one is the the government, the government credit card, man. Like <laughs> like, man, like and I'm I'm bringing this up, man, because <laughs> I use <the laughs> government credit card a lot because I travel a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And um the big thing now is, you know, make sure you got that shit done, your voucher done by five days, which got it. You know what I mean? You trying to make sure I get what I need back and the card is paid and all that stuff, right? Yeah. But if I had that voucher done in five days, why is it taking two, three weeks for you to do your shit? Why are you emailing me on day six, but it take you two to three weeks mm. or a month to get your shit done, right? Mm-hmm. So people in charge of these government credit cards and these vouchers and shit, you know, if, if, if where I work at it's the civilian side of it, get your shit done, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't be hacking. You know I'm saying this because they hit me up. I'm talking yeah. about like, like on day six, telling me I'm jacked up, emailing the, the freaking DLC, not DLCPO, but the, the SEL, hitting up the freaking captain, everybody on the email. And it's day six or seven. Come on, yeah. man. So Come what day on. you think they should hit you up? Shit, don't hit me up here. I'm gonna get that shit done. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, I don't know. Oh. But shit, but, I, but I'm, what I'm getting at is, if you hit me up, get your shit done too. That's what I, I'm really getting at. That's what I I'm
0: really think getting at, bro. I, I think I'm gonna defend them, Damon. I think so go ahead, defend, defend them. them. So,
1: so you telling me before you defend them, before you defend <laughs> them, you telling me they can hit me up on day six, and then it's gonna take them a month to do their shit. Then go ahead, man. Go ahead, and defend
0: them. So that's what I'm gonna say, right? This, this, just what I'm thinking. How many people you think work in government travel cards and, and travel claims? I don't know. <laughs> All right, that's a good answer. That's a good answer <laughs> for, for a rebellious, for, for somebody <laughs> being rebellious. Wait, somebody be a rebellious. I right? in my head, too. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I think, right? That's what I think. It's the only way. That's my only defense, right? Yeah. I think it's probably one of them to every 15 to 25 claims. Okay. So, if you don't get your stuff on time, it's messing up whatever it is that they're tracking. Then, if you do get your stuff on time, they still got all these other people to serve because people, like okay. okay. <laughs> people travel every day, B. Okay. People travel every day, B. So, that's my only defense to them. I don't want to smoke because you got smoke for them. I don't yeah, want your to yeah, smoke yeah, for yeah. them.
1: So- My rebuttal to that is the fact that they only give you a certain amount of money on these government credit cards. (laughs) That ain't rebuttal. (laughs) (laughs) So if you give me seventy five hundred and I go on two trips, that seventy five hundred maybe go. I need you guys to get my money back on that card. So because I got trips, these trips be coming like this, bro. They roll. You know what I mean? So now that I cost should
0: ask. be unlimited, bro. That cost nah, should be I unlimited. agree with that. Now, that's what. If it's be
1: for like, real. You sh- <laughs> make <laughs> that, that motherfucker like
0: unlimited. You want to? Yeah. What? Ca- I, look, I, I said that we should get military discounts on a military base, and people was getting at me on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, you just you guys just want so much. You know, you want 100 percent disability. Now you guys want military discounts. Yeah, motherfucker. I want a military discount. Something might be about to pop off soon, and yeah. We gonna be there. You know, oh, while you gonna still be on YouTube talking that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. Gonna, yeah, you know what mean? We Outside, I was watching man. this, I was watching this uh show, right? Or or Apple TV. It's called Invasion. And the an Elliots came down, right? And the dude, right, and this is how disillusioned these dudes be, right? This dude said, Well, if they fuck with us, we got the strongest military in the world. You know, the motherfuckers <laughs> He said, what about the galaxy? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they was tearing our soldiers up, man. We, we <laughs> that ch- we're just getting ordered out there to go oh. to go get killed. You know what I'm saying? Hey, go oh. out there. Take the, take, take this, you know, do the right flank. Take this over there. <laughs> but, like, they was getting killed. Like <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Oh man, that's funny as shit, man. I got Come a on, question man. for you. Yeah, yo. What's your source of pride? My source of
1: pride, man, is, is it has to be my my upbringing, man. Like, right, where I dig deep at, man. Like, we didn't have yeah, and much. that's and, and that's related and say, to the navy, right? Yeah, it's related okay. to the navy because of the fact that um, work ethic and and not having much, and and when you do have something, you take pride in what you do have, man. And and I, I just think that that. I, when you get it, when I got in the Navy, man, I seen how it was rolling, how it was going, man. I was like, these guys can't outwork me, man. I, I got to outwork people. You yeah. know what I mean? And then from where I came from, it's like, it's a norm though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you didn't have much. You fucking worked for a lot. You freaking, you did a lot of stuff on your own. You know what I mean? To be, to do whatever you want to do, you kind of did it solo. Yeah. You ain't have a whole lot of people to help you and all this stuff. So I wasn't never, you know, back in when I grew up at, I was never like given a lot. I was never having nobody there for me to do this for me and do that for me. So when I came in, it was easier for me. I felt like because of the fact that um my, my source of pride, my source of getting shit done was already there in me. Cause I ain't mm-hmm. never had nobody to tell me to go do this. I ain't had nobody tell me to go to school my senior year. You know what I mean, but I went and I did that stuff, you know. So that's kind of where my pride come from, man.
0: Yeah. So you said you never had nobody to tell you to go to school your senior year. Do you want to get in that that conversation, bro? Like I, I mean, okay. you... look,
1: look, look, look. I'm gonna tell you right now. So uh, I sold this story. I don't know if I, I don't think I ever sell it on here though, man. But I I went to the high school, man. My senior year solo, bro. Like mm-hmm. my grandma, uh, my mom was in and out, in and out of prison. So my grandma was getting older, so her kids came got her. My uncles came got her and moved their way. So I was told, "Say hey, you can come with us if you want," but it was my senior year. So I said, "Nah, I'ma you know stick around here, finish my senior year up." And I stuck around there, man. And yeah. I and I and like if I wanted to quit school, I could have quit school if I wanted to, and nobody would say anything. Because my mm-hmm. family was like quitting school. I had like they weren't graduating. You know what I'm saying? My brothers, them they they was out of school, 13, 14 years old, man. Like 15, they weren't going to school no more. So it was like, you, you go or not go type deal. So but I finished up, bro. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. I know you told me that before, but I don't think you said it in that much uh, volume before on a buy. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think you gave that much to it. My I'm not sure, man. What my source? I know I have pride. I have pride, right? And I think we all should. I think we all should have pride, right? We should be proud of our work, proud of ourselves, proud of our sellers, proud of the people like our like the people that lead us and stuff too, right? That's what I think, right? And I'm not sure. I can't put a finger on my source of pride. I could put a finger on what motivates me. I could put a finger on what drives me, Um, but I can't put a finger on my source of pride. It's a it's a few things though. I want to be an example. You know what I mean? So, But I think that's more of a motivator. But I want to be an example. I I care a lot about what my sellers see. I care a lot about what other sellers see as far as my performance and the way that I carry myself and just being able to protect the sellers and and stuff like that. I want to be that. Um, Another thing is this. At this point now, if I'm talking about myself selfishly now, it's a legacy. Mm-hmm. It's a legacy play now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a leg- it's, it's it's like, you know, like like when when we think about sports, you know, and like and I think about like LeBron, he did this in Cleveland, he did this in Miami, he did this in Cleveland, he did this in LA. You know, so I like at this point now, and I'm speaking and I'm speaking selfishly, purposely right now. I don't ever want to leave a command. Like, first of all, you know, it used to be I never want to leave a command worse than I got there. I always want to leave it a little better than I got there. But now I don't want to leave a command like not at the same stature that I left any of my other commands. You know what I mean? I feel like throughout the course of my career, like we left commands and was remembered for the works, right? No yeah. matter what, like made an impact here, impact on this person, impact here, impact. You know, so now I never want somebody to be like, oh no, well, when he was over here, he, he was trash. You know what I mean? Like, and I always think about that conversation that happens, right? That's my selfish reason again. And I believe in that too. I believe in people having selfish reasons and selfish drivers. Uh, all of the greats that we know, like had selfish Reasons and selfless reasons. So, a lot of my selfless reasons now I've got to do with my sellers and stuff like that. But again, I, like I said, like you already know, I have an issue with people thinking that we shouldn't have our own selfish, you know, drivers and things like that, too. You know what I mean? I have a family. I got people that's going, uh, I got nephews. I got people that look up to me. They look up to me for a fucking reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it used to be my mom, my aunt, and my uncle. It used to be that I never wanted my mom to come to a ship, my aunt or my uncle to come to a ship, my dad to come to a ship, and like they hear that I'm trash. You know what I mean? Like yeah, as yeah. if somebody would ever say that. Like yo, your son trash. Like are not good. <laughs> like I don't think people would ever say that. But that's what it used to be. Like I never wanted somebody to tell somebody in my family that has I uh, have always known me for getting things done. Like I was in a gifted program when I was coming up. Right. I got skipped before and stuff like that. Right. So I never wanted like that. Like I, I always was performing in that, you know, manner. So mm-hmm. why would I now come to the Navy and people would be like, yo, he, he, you know, he not good. Cause to them, that's like, he's not himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So whatever, whatever rank that I've been, I try my best to just be the best that I could be, man. I've never yeah. been anywhere where I didn't try to be. And that's Again, like I said, y'all, that's me giving the selfish, I don't know why I feel like I gotta keep explaining that, you know, but I just feel guilty sometimes when you talk. It, it happened at like one of my midterms when I was a younger seller and they was like, what's your, what's your goals? You know, and I laid out my personal goals, like, uh, it's to do this, to do this, to do this. And they got my ass because my goals ain't had nothing to do with my sellers. They like, well, you a fucking first class. This one, I first made first. They like, you a first class. Why the fuck? Don't your goals have to do with your sellers? And I and I my response was like, I thought y'all were asking me for my personal goals, cause this is my midterm. And then I said, <laughs> and I also said that I thought that, you know, cause I, I felt bad because I'm like, oh shit, I guess I'm learning a lesson in the Navy or whatever. Yeah. Cause I cause then I also said that. I said, I thought that it was implied how much I already cared about my sellers and the things that I wanted to do with my sellers. I thought y'all saw that every day. I didn't know y'all wanted me to put that on my midterm as well. So sometimes when I talk about myself, knowing the listener base and knowing all of that, sometimes I feel a little bit guilty. You know what I yeah.
1: mean? Yeah, yeah. I know, I most definitely know what you mean, man. Um but That's kind of like, you're right, it's your midterm though. So I can understand what you're saying, What you what you meant by it too. Because I'm like that. I'm, I'm the same way. Taking care of sailors is what I do. <laughs> that, yeah. That's, that's like, like, like we, I'm not even talking about that right now because that's what I do all the time. You know what I mean? Um uh, but before we go any further with this, man, I also want to say, you know what? I, what I said earlier, man, I love my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? My family, we all know the, know the struggle. We already we all, my whole family knows this story. So mm-hmm. it ain't like I'm saying that for the first time or we don't talk about this all the time, but my mom did passed away now. So, uh, you know, I want most most definitely don't want to disrespect her in no type of way, man. Um, what she did and what she had to do to take care of us at that point in time, man, made all of us who we are today, man. So most definitely no no
0: disrespect there. Yeah, and it, it ain't come across like that. Oh, you know what I mean? Definitely. It ain't come I, I shout out to my mom while we talking. She said sometimes she just listened to the podcast just so she could see me and hear me. You know what I mean? Most so, definitely, man. Yeah. Shout I, out to moms. I, I, yeah, she likes seeing you too, Damon, and hearing from you too, man. I yeah, think one day she man. might wanna she might wanna meet you one day. She man. gonna she meet probably,
1: me, man. She's gonna meet me, no doubt about that. She,
0: she probably be more excited when she see you <laughs> than when she see me, man. You know what I'm saying? Just to be honest with you, man. <laughs> oh, hey, so I'm just some of these topics we got. I'm gonna run through them randomly instead of the way we got them written down. So yeah. here's one. Should Sked, Ohms, and Radom be a prerequisite to being a chief yeah. when applicable? So some rates it don't matter for, <laughs> right? So some rates, you know, some rates are like like maybe Ellen or like some uh, some certain rates it might not matter for, like some special warfare stuff. Even though I know sometimes they still do maintenance, but like you a DC man, I'm an EM. And for the listeners that's be on TikTok, we both engineers. So sometimes when we pick these rates, like the rates that nobody, you know, want to do stuff with and stuff like we don't pick our own rates. You know what I mean? Let, let's, let me go on a, on a tangent for a second, for a second. <laughs> we don't pick our own rates because there are rates. So for instance, you know, when we put the clip out about, um, like race that, that don't, you know, don't not, do not try rates, race that you don't try, people was like, well, EMs, you fuck with the EMs and they are shut your, Ventilation and whatever off, right? We do that. And th- this why I ain't picked the EMs for that. I'm an EM, but secondary, we do that. And the thing about our rate, though, is it's so big of a rate, man. It's so much of a big, big deal rate, man. Like, if we do that, that makes somebody's eight o'clock reports. That gets up to the <laughs> chief engineer, that get up to the CO, and eventually the EMs going to be strong-armed into... Putting y'all shit back on, putting your ventilation back on, your lights or whatever like that. So that's the reason why I can't put EMs on the list because it's nothing we could do. We can't just go turn off your breakers because that's illegal. It's against the instruction. You turn your fucking breaker right back on. So it's not much we could do outside of just tagging your stuff out and saying it's broken. We still trying to fix it and troubleshoot it. Right. Yeah. And then that make us, that make us look stupid. That make us look like we don't know what we're doing as EMs because it's taking us weeks and weeks and weeks to troubleshoot and fix your ventilation. So, it's harder for us to just get you back. Yeah. You know, so that's the, that's my point when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, same way with me with DC, man. Like, you know, eight o'clock is a big deal, man. The fire marshal put on eight o'clock. And then in the, the days, people going to get called out and guess at the end of the day, who going to probably help you fix it? Whatever it is, it's going to yeah. be DC, but right? And the same thing, 90 days, 90 days, you're going to holler at me, regardless, right? Time you get on the ship. 90 days, you holler at me. That DC qual is coming. I don't want to be, I don't want you to be deep. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're going to have to holler at us regardless. You know what I mean? So, but like you said though, man, we, we want to put our own rates in this and talk about our stuff. You know what I mean, I know yeah. how, how big DC is on the ship and people need DC to move on with certain quals and certain everything they need to even start their Navy career off. So I know that, but.
0: Yeah, man. We don't, yeah. Got them under the, we don't got them under the radar rates, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We got, we got the highly publicized rates, man. EM and DC, holla at us. Let your people, man. We outside, man. We outside, man. We outside. So yeah. back to my question. Should Sked, Ohms and Radom be a prerequisite for being a chief when it's applicable, meaning that when it's a part of your day-to-day job, yeah. when it's something you do. Yeah. Do you Most definitely, man. No doubt no doubt man
1: like um and we see it too though man we see it uh all the time when we on a ship on the the knowledge of scared ohms and all that stuff man like i don't know how many times man like cuz i work with that. i'm going to give you guys an example real quick man i work with uh hts very closely on small ships i'm kind of the lcpo when it comes to you know repair division mm not big and, ships though not big ships, not big not
0: ships. The HTS running no, all Yeah,
1: no, no, they don't run us. They run their own <laughs> division. They don't, <laughs> run, they don't run us. They don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. But um, but yeah, so we um I work with them and and people want the HTs to come build something or make something or well something or whatever the case may be, right? But they don't have no jobs. Mm-hmm. So they don't know how to write that job for the HTs to come help them out. Right. So then it's some training and all that stuff apply. So when it comes to, you said certain rates don't apply, I think all of them need that freaking arms and G, man, because mm. <laughs> everybody may need some help. You know what I mean? Putting up your TV, mounting some, whatever their case may be, you want somebody else to do it for you. Uh, yeah. but it's very important though, man, to do it like that. Because now if you do things the right way, you don't have to ask for that favor. You know what I mean? Because that shit mm. gonna show up on my, on my, on my, uh, on my report, and i be like, okay, yep, yeah, I see it. Let me go talk to them to make sure we, you know, this is what they want to do. This is blah, 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 right? And I can make that as a work list. I can use that so many different ways. You know what I mean? But if you don't do that, now you it's like you ask for a favor. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 you can I talk to you for a minute, man? Come check this out. No, yeah, man, yeah, right yeah, that job, then, we need some hours, man. And a lot of times where yeah. it's like, you know, use them hours or whatever the case may be, man. So I agree with you, man. They they're scared, you know, if you a 3M, you should be honest on this. You know how scared can get. You know what I mean? People don't know what the hell they doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's scared. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you, bro. They need, they yeah, need to. Yeah, cause it. you,
0: you go brand new to a ship and they got a force revision and you don't know what, what the hell you're doing on that force revision. Like, like, what yeah. is it? You know what I mean? You don't know what you're looking at as scared. You don't know what questions to ask. You yeah. know, like what you yeah. doing, man? And then when man. The, the inspectors come on board and they watch you sweating while you t- try to open up a two kilo. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. Oh, and then, <laughs> you know? then you got a check sheet. You got a check sheet, bro. You know what I'm saying, man? You got a check sheet. You go through that shit. They bro, do this and do that. You like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> and bro,
0: it's the same check sheet. <laughs> yeah, like like just, the inspectors literally come in with the same check sheet that we yeah. got access to 365 same. days a year, right? And people... He fell in this shit. So, so, so like, let
1: me, let me, oh man, I got some, I got some, I got a couple of stories about this, right? <laughs> so when I was a young chief, right? Came on board, right? Insane. Like you said, you, they have, you have to go over there and hey, show me how to write this, show me how to do this, show me how to do that, right? Bro, yeah. Right before they came on board, man, I was sudden that thing like it was a test, bro. I was <laughs> on there going through it. I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want them yeah. jump to get me, but I was going through it. And I knew how to write jobs. You know, I knew i yeah, to yeah. do all this stuff. But it's certain things that I, I can go to by myself real quick and I may skip this and skip that. I want to make sure I knew how to pull up everything they may have asked me. Right. Yeah. Second thing happened to me, man. We're talking about 3M. So I was a chief, bro. So we had this incident on the ship where, uh, and some guys who, who listen to the podcast go remember this, man. We had a thing on the ship where we got ATG came on board and one of our H12 stations didn't have a, the, the pop test tag on it. So I mm-hmm. get all mad and stuff. And I said, you know what? We pull in, I think I was Hawaii, I think. And I said, you know what? We doing all these A triple stations and I'm going mm-hmm. to sign for them. I'm going to do them right there. And I'm signing for every one of them. Right. We do them all ATG three of them come on board and they put, they select me for three spots, two spot checks, bro. Damn. <laughs> Damn
0: DCC, bro. You, yeah, general, yeah. Yeah. This bro. I got selected.
1: I did the latest. Select me for two of them. I killed it though. But yeah, I never I mean, forget yeah. that. I, ne- I never forget that. That the master chief that did it, man, it was, a, it was a DCCM man. And, and he, told, he told me, he said, "Hey, I'm up here at, at ATG here, man. I want to make sure you knew your shit, so you could take care of these sailors." That's what he yeah. told me, bro. And that's the way he said he that's why he selected me. That sounds bullshit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, man. He's like, hit that trump card on you. Yeah I, yeah. I got a headline. I ain't even going to read nothing about this story. I'll just reread the headline, dog. <laughs> Delta Force operator who got away with killing fellow soldier, likely killed by a man tied to cocaine trafficking, but feds are holding details. That's the, that's the headline, bro. Delta yeah. Force operator Def- who got away with killing fellow soldier, likely killed by a man tied to cocaine trafficking, but feds are holding details. Mm. What the hell is going on? We What's got go- going on.
1: Let's go to another Force.
0: one. Let's go to another headline. Yep. Florida, Na- and we could talk about this one a little bit. Florida Navy chief drunkenly punches girlfriend three times at his own promotion dinner, Officer sex. So a U.S. Navy chief petty officer was arrested after allegedly punching his girlfriend three times at his own promotion dinner, according to Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. His name, um, I'm going to redact that, was arrested and charged with domestic battery after the incident that unfolded shortly after midnight at the Doubletree Hotel on River Place Boulevard on Saturday. The 36-year-old was staying at the hotel for a celebratory dinner, honoring his promotion to chief petty officer in the U.S. Navy, according to the arrest affidavit. Officers arrived to the hotel shortly before 1230 a.m. and made contact with him, who was seen with a blood spot on his neck. In his mug shot from Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, a red mark is visible on the, oh, shit, his neck is red as hell. He was detained, placed in the back of a patrol car, and read his Miranda rights. Uh, He did not understand her rights due to the fact that he was... He said he did not understand her rights due to the fact that he was extremely intoxicated. (laughs) Um, It's funny, because Florida man, right? That's that's like a running joke anyway. But now this dude's a Navy chief. You know what I mean? So that kind of adds to everything. I don't want to get too deep into it. It just says that uh, the deputy met the victim... Which is his girlfriend. They arrived at a double tree around five, shared a drink, and the two got into a verbal argument in a hotel room and he allegedly punched her in the mouth three times. The report said she called for help. Stuff like that. So Yeah, um, man. Yeah. Um sound like the khaki ball, right?
1: <laughs> no, we That's what I was about. It. It may sound like it. But
0: we wasn't there. We wasn't there, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: we yeah. But um <laughs> like, we went to protect them, right? But yeah, they, I, Tubbs, I, and, I, Tubbs I, and Crockett, bro. <laughs> Tubbs, <laughs> Tubbs and Crockett wasn't there, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: Christ, man. <laughs>
1: but what I would say this though, man, like for this Navy chief to to hit this young lady three times in the mouth as it says, man, he probably did it before. <laughs> right now he had done it in front of everybody man so it could be at the end of the day i hope that she still is not in this relationship because you know sooner lady motherfucker might kill you who knows man so now i guess it's the opportunity he got in trouble he ain't hiding behind nothing so um in a way um uh, hopefully she this is a way for her out this relationship yeah. so that's what i'm hoping
0: Yeah, that's yeah. To 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 bring. I I don't know what happened, right? I don't know the story. I don't know what the hell happened, but whatever toxicity y'all got going on in y'all house, when you start, when you make that conscious decision and like show that shit in front of the people from your command, yeah, like all of that stuff, like that's it. Yeah, so that's it. So you know, so. Yeah, I ain't even gonna say much else about that. That's, is is yeah, it's, it's a wrap after that. Yeah, you know can't saying? come back from it, bro. Can't yeah. come back from it. If only no Tubbs and Crockett was there to say the yeah. name. Man. Man. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna like, we right in that room, man. We just yeah. got right in that hotel. Man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Wait. Yeah. You I wish we could tell y'all the story. <laughs> I wish we could let y'all know, like, some of the stuff that, Uh-oh. you know. But, Go down, man. Just know, man. The, yeah, the, the man. Uh, navy, the navy deck plates, man. We made them safer. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, man. <laughs> we made the deck definitely. plates safer, bro. You know what I'm <laughs> We had somebody from Eld on our podcast, but we didn't. We didn't talk about this part of it because I think it was just either freshly released or it wasn't released yet. But here's the quick. You know, headline is beginning in calendar year 2025, ILDC and ALDC will be a prereq to take the advancement exam for E6 and E7. CPO LDC will be a prereq for advancement to E8, commencing with the fiscal year 26 selection board. And CPO LDC, as I know right now, people already getting classed up, ready to take it, right? So mandatory to make Rank Mandatory to make E6, mandatory to make E7 and well, chief, you know what I mean? Mandatory to make E6, mandatory to make chief and mandatory to make senior chief. Now you got to go to a leader development course, right? Part of the enlisted leader development program. My question to you is, you know, barring whatever it is that you have to say, does it seem like we're getting it? Like the Navy is starting to get what we need? (sighs) Yes.
1: I'm going to say yes to it, man, because this is most definitely going in the right direction, right? Cause we need this leadership stuff, man. We have people who make rank early. We got experience plays a part in this, but at the same time, um, getting leadership training though, man, I think something that you can put in your toolbox to take to the deck plates. I think it's a good thing, man. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, and I think other branches of the, of the military does this, man, but to get it at this level is it, great, right? Like we always talk about when we make chief, we do this training and you got the SCA school, you get more leadership training, you get all this leadership training, but we never talk about, you know, uh, the blue shirts that much, you know, when it comes to leadership. And when I first mm-hmm. came in, we all, you know, we, we, it was like, we always mm. went to those petty officer, like nav uh, lead, nav lead and all that stuff. We always, I went to that stuff, you know, coming in. So I'm happy for this, man. Uh, cause, cause I go on a lot of ships, man, like, like damn near weekly, man. And I see, um, that we need this leadership out there on the deck place, man. Like, like no doubt, man. Um, and, and it's anything you can take from it. Like everything you learn, you're not going to take everything. But you're gonna take some of that stuff that's with you, that's gonna benefit you, is gonna help you develop on whatever, however you wanna lead. You know what I mean? However it is, as long as you can take something from it and and take it to the fleet and take it to young sailors and 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 learn from it. That's up and down the chain of command too. I know I say leadership and all that, but leadership is not just for your subordinates, right? It's up and down, you know what I mean, when it comes to leadership. So uh I think we're going in the right direction when it comes to that stuff, man. What you think?
0: Uh, I think so too. I think, I think we're going to, I just don't want it to be watered down Mm -hmm. and I want people to like respect the programs and respect the training, especially the ELD. It's good training. ELD is good training. I haven't met anybody that came back from ELD and said it was bad. I just went to a training called trust edge that I did not like. I ain't like trust edge at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to just be straight. I'm going to be straight up. It was like, it was like three hours. And they seem like they rushed through it. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. broke us down. There's like all right, break off in the groups and think about the mm-hmm. things that make you do whatever. You got 90 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, like what the fuck we going to do in 90 seconds, broke it off in the group. Right. So trust edge wasn't for me. I get it. If you appreciate it and you liked it, it wasn't for me, but ELD was, I like ELD. I like what we did with chip. Uh, the the our mindset training was good. It's a lot of, you know, a lot of good trainers, just, Trust Edge to me wasn't mine. The dude giving it in the videos, he looked like a car salesman, the way he was putting it out. It was just things I ain't like about it. Shout out to yep, you though, man. man. You you're changing people's lives, man. Just didn't change mine. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's all. Man, and, maybe, maybe yeah. it's what's up, Damon?
1: No, I often, no, I often say some of the same thing when it comes to leadership. I don't like, I personally don't like the uh, what they call it, the facilitator training, where they just put some on the board and say, you go. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't like that training, man. I'm here for yeah. training. You know what I yeah. mean? And, yeah, yeah.
0: And so, maybe my disconnect with trustage was because I have been to outward mindset. I have been to the Eld. Mm. I have been to SEA. I have been to so many of these other trainings. You know, and. I think we got it right with making these trainings mandatory, making sure that we get people in. I just don't want some of the seasoning and some of the sauce to go off of the trainings now that they are mandatory or are, yeah. are them to feel like a check in the box for yes. different people. Yeah. Right? yeah, I agree. With um, that. And that's from the facilitators all the way down to the people that's actually attending the, the, the training. Cause if the facilitators look at it, like it's a check in a box it ain't going to be of any value.
1: Yeah. You know what so, what do you think about who giving the training, though? What you what you think, like like the facilitators? Yeah, you think it should be like what E seven and above or what? And they're giving the training.
0: Yeah, but people that really care to give it, not every E seven care. <laughs> yeah, bro. that that's facts. That's that's you true know? too, man. That's true. Yeah, not not everybody, not everybody care, man. And, and, and yeah. we just got to start being honest about that too. Yeah, you know, what I mean, not everybody gonna get that training the way that it's supposed to be given. If somebody gave it good enough to make it like a standard training, that's better than trying to find more and more people that don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like if John that we had on our podcast, if he was, if John and Rob, the the people that uh, I got training from, if they were to like make this a blanket training and then it got updated every now and then by somebody else who cared, that would be better than just keep finding more and more people that just don't don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? So I agree. That, that's how I feel about that kind of training. But I do think as an organization, we are getting it right by identifying the fact that we need leadership training, uh, and we need to train people how to be leaders, right? Because that's two different things. Yeah. Um I I'm tracking. Yeah. You
1: you're speaking facts, bro. There's people out there that just don't, you know, care that much about it. And maybe they just took this that took the the facilitator course and did all that stuff just to get a location you know what I mean yeah. are they going to you know short duty just to get a spot man do they really care about what they doing and a lot of people don't you know what I'm saying they don't yeah. so and,
0: and, and some of that's on that as far as that necessity for training and stuff like that some of that's on that <coughs> war room chief mess uh, conversation that we're about to have but before we do have that a listener asked us, and we said we was going to get back to them. A listener asked us to talk about our experiences with the command, to the C-cell packages, right? So I'm 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 in the process of doing one right now. It's one that I already prepped for a long time, like a while ago now, but now, you know, it's finally time for them to accept it. So I'll, I'll get in the mind, but w- what was your experience? You said you did it twice? I, did, I put it in for it twice, man. I did not get uh,
1: selected now. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I don't know the process after it leaves my hand um, uh, because it has to go to you know certain channels and go off to the thing. So I wasn't the one physically sent that off or whatever, but I do know I didn't get selected, of course, right? Um mm-hmm. uh, but I really wanted to, I really want to be in the program. And I'm gonna tell you what I got out of the program. I think I learned um so much from the program because I know that I had a board, right? And they can ask me anything on this board, man. So yeah. I felt like there's a lot of programs on that PQS that you go through and you don't want to, and look, no one wants to fail. I think anyway, I know I don't, don't want to fail at nothing, right? So I want to be prepared as much as possible when I go through this board. And I think that process of knowing, hey, you going to have this PQS signed off before you go to this board, right? You want to do something, you want to be a command, you want to be do command. So guess what? You're going to learn from this. You're going to read. You're going to do everything you need to do, right? For you, for you had this board, right? You're going to talk to these CMCs. You're going to talk to these command CN chiefs and learn as much as you can. And I think it helped me, man, as a leader, period, reading all this stuff. Now, you know how you get into a room, you get into a conversation and man, you're like, I'm, you lost. Right. You talking about Simeo program and you lost. You're talking about, mm-hmm. about DAP when you're lost. I feel like going through all these programs. I'm not an expert at none of it really, right? But mm-hmm. I feel like I can talk my way through a lot of it now because of all these programs I had to go through and read about and all these instructions and things like that preparing me for these boards, man. So that was one of my big experience. I wish I had a little bit of um um feedback, but I also know a lot of people put in for those programs. So when I didn't get picked up, I knew hey. It's some motherfuckers out there, some, you know what I'm saying? That did get picked up. That was good. I see the list I say, okay, these guys look, you know, pretty good, man. So
0: yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So I got, I got a question for you before I get into mine. Yeah. Did you have a relationship with the CMCs that you sat on the board with? Uh,
1: one of them because they was my CMC before or something. So the ones who got it together and all that stuff, but they kind of like, I tell you, the last one I did, man, you know who got the, like, got the, Uh, together for me, it was the force, man. My force. Um, I called like he he put out one day. Who's interested in the program, right? So Uh I I went to him. I said, yeah, I'm interested in in, you know the program. I told him I put it in before, man. As soon as I told him this, he gets on the phone. He calls these master chiefs over at LCS, and they got a lot of master chiefs over there. He called him up and said, hey, this guy over here, he don't. At the time, I didn't have a CMC, Mm. right? That was that was for us at CNSP. At the time, he called him up, he said, I got some CMCs over here. And man, I end up linking up with them, talk to them, get my stuff signed up. And on the LCS run over here, man, that's a lot of CMCs there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I went in there, man, I, I went, I was going door to door, you know, a couple of times here, a couple of times there, talking to these guys. So no, I didn't, and he didn't set the board. It was like when I did the last one, it wasn't nobody. Mm. I ain't know anybody when I went over there and did that mm. uh, from a CMC standpoint. I ain't know any of them. Um, Um, but I made some relationships before I left, though. So it was good stuff,
0: man. Yeah. All right. I'll talk about mine a little bit. Before I do uh, commercial break, I I guess we call it commercial break, but I do want to say this for a junior seller. We want you on a pod. Like E4. I need like E four, E five, even maybe E six. But we've talked to some first classes before. Shout out to most of them because I think damn near all of them made chief, um, except for ones who probably they first time up or something. I think two of the first classes we talked to on the pod didn't make chief yet. But sh- uh, but we want a young E five, E four. We want to talk about some shit, like some real shit. We want to get y'all on. Let's kind of go back and forth on certain things. I want to have a really good conversation about some of the disconnect between... Because we're about to talk about War Room Chiefs mess stuff, but I want to talk about Junior Seller chief mess stuff too. So come on the pod, come holler at us. If you listen to us, we want you on. So, and I know somebody like, well, I've been talking to you in the DM. I get it. We try, to figure out, we, we try to figure out the schedule, but we do. Uh, we need C5, E4 on. So if you do, we come on as soon as possible. We, I really want to have that conversation. And maybe all more
1: right. than one too. So
0: yeah. Let's do yeah. It. Yeah. All the time, man. Like yeah. shit. We vet you, man. You could be a part of the podcast. Let, let's go. But so, um, my command, uh, senior enlisted leader package. I'm going to say everything that I'm going to say, everything you didn't say. Right, yeah. so I'm gonna try to talk about things you didn't talk about. So if the per- if you listening and you ask that question, take everything Damon said and understand that. Take that. Um, so that's what I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about the networking aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I think it was good. like my situation is a little different than yours because I did it on shore duty. I did it coming off of uh, leading the season, like so, coming off of being a season lead at a region, right? So. A lot of the CMCs I knew from that, but also I did it as a senior chief at a regional command. Who, if my CMC wasn't around, I would get pegged to fill in for him. So it was other installations that was um, attached to the region. So I would have to have a relationship with these regional CMCs, with these uh, installation CMCs anyway. So, yeah. Most of the CMCs in the region, I already had a relationship with, especially during some period of time, my CMC checked out and we were awaiting a new CMC. So in that time, I was acting as a regional CMC. So the CMCs knew me. So even, so no matter, so being that I ran a season in the region and I, st- I stepped in for the regional CMC for a certain period of time, it wasn't too many CMCs in the region that didn't at least read my name on an email. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I was the president of the mess. So at some point, I was always going to like, have some kind of interaction with most of the CMCs in the area. You understand what I'm saying? Because we had to do yeah. CMC briefs and stuff like that. And then I like went to training with some of them and stuff like that. So the networking part, though, it opened my eyes because then I got to have like, one-on-ones and actually sit there and talk to them and learn. And and in the networking and the one-on-ones happen as I'm trying to get this PQS signed, right? Because it's the PQS. This PQS is good for two years. They normally update it after two years. So if you go get this PQS signed, you don't have to go get it signed. If you get the PQS signed and you don't pick up, you don't have to get it signed again the next year. You could just use that PQS and just go ahead and apply again, right? Then yep. after that, you're supposed to go get the PQS signed. A lot of networking, a lot of talking, a lot of learning, a lot of building relationships, a lot of insight, right? That was really what I had. Now, most of these guys I already like knew a little bit. I did a service for them or I had a question for them and they helped me out. Um, especially with me already, my job and role at the command was the code, the regional co. So I knew them through that relationship as well, too. So I had to interact and deal with them anyway. So I built up a, a good rapport there. Uh, the second part of this is the board, the board process. So my board was different for your board as I knew everybody there. I knew yeah. the force. I knew all the CMCs that sat in the board and everything like that. Was I nervous before the board? Yes, because it's a big-ass PQS. Every yeah. single program is on there and everything like that. Did I feel good after the board? Yes, I felt great when I left that board. And I did my board when I was on leave. I did my board Right before I checked into my, I did like a day before I had to leave to go to my new command. So honestly, that was my only drawback. I had to shave a day early, you know, (laughs) like stuff like that. Like, you know, it wasn't, you know, what I, you know, uh, thought it was going to be as far as that. Because I thought I was going to do the board before I left, but I did it. uh, We scheduled it and I did it a day before I went to the new command. But hey. It's a good experience, you know, take everything Damon said as far as, you know, going through everything and all of that. Every program is on that PQS studying and everything like that. I, I don't have strong conversation about the PQS and the struggle and all of that. My my more strong conversation is in the network and finding out personal stories, personal journeys from CMCs and the way they feel about making decisions when it comes to the mess and things like that. A lot of that stuff is game. A lot of that stuff is sauce that I cannot give you. You got to go get it from the CMCs. Or if I do get selected and you come talk to me, I could give you some of that because it's based off my experience. But it ain't, in my opinion, it's not podcast fodder for us to be signing off the PQS for C-Cell. But it's definitely a good experience. Don't get overwhelmed by the PQS or nothing like that. And accept the fact that you need to go network go talk to as many CMCs as you can schedule the conversations with them, get on their calendars. Right. Even if you have relationships with these guys uh, and and women get on their calendars. I wanted to make sure I I got, uh, I got on a woman's calendar. For instance, I wanted to make sure I talked to a lady CMC. I went to this one event. It was like a breakfast. I just went to every like woman there and like, Hey, I do not have a woman CMC signature on here. And then we talked about that. We talked about some of her thoughts about being a lady, being a CMC in the community where it's a whole lot of dudes, you know? Uh-huh. So it's, it's a lot of stuff like that. But even when you're getting ready for your board, I had made folders, you know, I prepped the binders (laughs) and my CMC kind of put me on. He was like, Hey, get name cards. So I had the name card. I messed up forces though, right? Like, of course, of course I messed forces up, right? His, was messed up, but it was like, get name cards, the little, um, the little triangle cards or whatever. Get those make binders, have everybody packaged in a binder. So y'all go. So, you know, call somebody when it come to decorum and it come to presentation. Uh, so you, it seems like you're serious. A lot yeah. of this is a confidence, a lot of this stuff is a confidence conversation. It's a confidence call. It's like any other qual when you get this high up in the game. You know, you know, I don't know if it's bad to say it or not, but certain calls after you make chief is like, hey, am I confident that this person could do this? They don't have to have all the knowledge right now, but am I confident that they're mature enough to do the job? You know, yeah. like an EDO call after you got like other EDO calls in the past they might not want you to be the subject matter expert in that time, but they want to know that you know who to call, you know what reference to use and you know what to do for me, CMC, it was the same thing when I did my board. It wasn't a test of how much I knew about the DAPA program, you know, our test of that. It was a confidence test of, yo, do you know what to do if this happens and shit like that? You know what I'm saying? So,
1: yeah, that's, you know, you know, um, Another one of my biggest things from that whole experience, man, was they're just like you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they put their pants on like you do. They got stories. They got experience. They went through things similar to what you went through. And you and you hear all these stories, like, man, it's crazy how you find out, man. They just they not they not sitting up there like they freaking you know Captain America or anything like the office. There's no they just like you, man, when you start talking to them, you find it out real quick that some of the stuff that you done went through and some of the stuff you do is similar to what they went through in their David the career also.
0: Yeah. So did you have like what you thought would be like your biggest issue if you did become a CMC? Like your biggest drawback? Did you have anything like that? Um... Because I got one straight off the nose. No. No. I, I was nervous about how I would communicate in public to the masses. You know, mm-hmm. like reading awards or whatever like that and presenting. Uh, but uh, fortunately for me, I was able to act as the CMC at the command for a little bit. So I, yeah. I, I got to see how that looks. And I'm, I'll just still myself, you know, but sometimes you just wonder, like, is myself good, good, enough. good enough for yeah. this? Like, like, you yeah. know, can I, can I be me and do this? Cause if you know me, you know that I'm not like that crazy about like doing shit publicly. You know, um, I I'll do it, you know, and do it great, but I'm not too crazy about it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's anything. I remember we was like you was the president of the mess and I was the VP and I'm like, man, look like, man, yeah, it's like you got to try to get these chiefs to stop talking so we could put some stuff out and <laughs> I'm not. And then you went down for a little bit so I had to yeah. take over for president. I'm like, yeah. man, I got to talk to these people that don't really, that's not really listening, like all this stuff. But yeah. Yeah. So that was my biggest. That was like the biggest thing that I was like, damn, am I going to be able to do an all hands call like right before deployment? And this is this, this, yeah, this, this No, you, you know?
1: know, I started thinking about something you said, the all hands call and getting up in front of people and all that stuff, man, like front of the crew or whatever. And I remember we had a CMC, man. He gets done and he was like, hey, uh, at the end of everything's over, he get a one on one, Lava Dogs on three, whatever the case may be, right? Then we get another CMC. He didn't seem as vocal as that, right? Mm-hmm. But guess what? When he got to the ear, he got his ass up there. He did the whole lava dog thing, man. So it was like, yeah. you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to do what you got to do, man. And you're going to yeah. sound off. you going to, it's, it's going to happen for you, man. So
0: it's yeah, man. And, and the thing with me is I, I try to build the relationships one on one first mm-hmm. so that by the time I'm in front of the group, I feel like I know everybody anyway. So when I'm looking yeah. out, I know this person. I know this person. I know this person. I know this person. You know that when you're on CMC, you might get thrown on the spot like super early. You know, so and I can't, like I said, we we talked for the listeners and or whoever asked that question, we have conversations with CMCs as well. So we might be getting one on here sometime. We supposed to have one on here soon anyway. So we know we'll kind of have that conversation then. Most definitely. All right. Well, you know, let's get into this thing that we didn't push back a couple times. Yeah, man. This war room chief relationship. Did you read the article, man? Yeah, I read the article,
1: man. I read it up, man. So, uh, just for you, for the, for the listeners. So we had this, uh, this article that got put out and that's, you guys know the sailor, the sailor. Uh, we had a command master chief, um, Julio Hernandez, um, put an article out about wardroom mess unity. So we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but we wanted to go a little bit more in depth in it. So we kind of like tabled it a little bit so we can get a little more in depth into, um, the whole conversation about, you know, the unity when it comes to the mess in, in the wardroom. So, yeah. but yeah, man. So I'm going to tell you, man, um, like to be honest with you with my, with my, I think we, when it comes to the mess and it comes to the wardroom, man, I think we, the relationship, we tolerate each other or whatever. Um, and I say that to a, a extent to say that, we don't have, and it's my experience, of course, let me say that for my experience, like we don't have a lot of functions together. You know what I mean? We don't have a lot of things like that, so we we not really grinding like that, so m- your grind is kind of in your department and kind of in your little division, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how my little unity thing come together. I really didn't, didn't do a whole lot of thing outside of department when it comes to unity and comes to wardroom and the mess. Um, but I will say this, man. Um, I read the article and I t- what I took away from it, he says something in this article about like we always being taught to train the divo.
0: Hey, Damon, I got Go a question for you. Can I can I get into this a little bit? Okay, go ahead, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is an overview. I think some of this we need to get into. So, okay. Uh, for the listeners who don't have the article in hand, some, I'm gonna try my best to skim through some of this, but mostly everything he said in here was like noteworthy. Uh, so it says, What's the relationship between your chief's mess and war room? Is there dysfunction or lack of trust? If so, how did you get there? Yeah, I've seen some commands with great mess war room unity that work well together. I've also seen others that have no relationship. And just want to get the job done and go home. I've seen that more than anything, the no relationship thing, Damon. Yeah. He says, What do the highly functioning, well disciplined, with low unplanned loss commands look like, you Well, in a word, fun. What made them so good? Many things stood out, but what was apparent was the unity between a war room and a CPO mess. Unity between the two is not automatic, it requires work, but how do you get there? There are two parts when building that relationship, the before and the during. So then he says, one thing that has bothered me in recent years, the expectation And this is what you was talk about. The expectations that chiefs are supposed to develop junior officers. And what bothers me most is that no one ever told me how to do it. During my season, I was asked, are you going to let the division officer run a division or are you going to chief up? I and probably you were never actually given proper guidance on training junior officers, though. We were just told to do it. I didn't realize until later how significant that relationship was and how my influence could and would affect future commanding officers and flag officers. I went to a chief pennant ceremony at a TICOM a few years back, just before the ceremony started, the three star asked the O fives and O sixes in attendance, who was the TICOM when you joined the Navy? Who was the CNO? Who was the Commodore? The responses were hit and miss, mostly miss. But then he asked, who was your chief? Every one of them remembered that first chief. It was then that I realized the impact chiefs have on junior officers. So I'm going to stop right there for a second. Right there, man.
1: What do you think about when he said that, man? You remember your 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 first chief, man. Do, do they remember you because you had a great relationship? Or do they remember you because you didn't let them fail, right? And that goes back when he said in the beginning, like, hey, we just here to get the job done. Right. Mm-hmm. So they remember you because they, they coming into the military. They 22 years old, right? They trying to get to a certain point. They trying to, they know they got to get, cause they've been, you know, being told what they need to do also, right? Same thing we know. We know the kind of need to get in things like this. Um, and at the end of the day, they, they, they got their pins. They got their old D. They, they, they made it to the next, you know, rank or whatever the case may be. But what he getting at is, and I, what I feel like he's getting at is, man, it's always eyes on us, man, when it comes to the wardrobe and it comes to the mess. That foundation of us getting together, doing things, letting people see us as we are a, a, a what I say, well door machine, people see that right and it means a lot when it comes to leadership that people see that they, they don't see us arguing all the time they don't see us like distant they don't see us doing this but he also said in there it takes time it takes work right this ain't no shit that happens overnight man even when you have a new divo coming to your division you guys got to you know talk you know and and get on the same page and i, I remember telling one of my divos before man like a couple of times we went out to, to quarters and we was talking over each other. Right. And I kind of felt like that wasn't us being a, a, a great team when we go out there. So what do you mean we, y'all was talking over each other? Like saying the same shit, like, like I'm putting out something then or he put or he or she putting out something. And then I come back and I say the same thing a different way to make them understand. Like if they, I'm thinking they don't understand what, what are he, you what he trying to say? So I say something, but if we talk Damn. about that before time, that's crazy, right? bro. If we, if we talk about that before time on what we're going to put out and what we're going to talk about, then it's a done deal. Cause I can add to it then while we talking about, it. okay, sir, you're going to put this or ma'am, you're going to put this out and kind of talk about this. And then I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Then they say, well, yeah, talk about this a little bit. Then we're on the same page, right? We doing. Yeah.
0: What we I, do. I, I, yeah. I don't like that people do that. Like just, just to kind of. Just a pause point right there. Cause it, that happens a lot between chiefs and officers too. Maybe sometime in the first class. But yeah, I don't like when people do that, man. Like, do what? Which you just said people did. Like where, where you say the same thing somebody said. Cause you think that what they said didn't land the way that. Yeah. 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 You know, it was supposed yeah. to land. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. And it's really just the way you talk. That's all it really is. It's just the way you talk. My mom, you know, she listens to the podcast all the time. She was like, she, I I ain't going to say what she said because I don't want the listeners to know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But my mom mom keys into like everything. And sometimes she give me critiques. So she was telling me something. And, um, I'm like, you're right. You know, and I told her why I did it. And she, she knew she understood everything about it. And I say all that to say that I wish that we didn't do that to each other and you and we did do like you said we kind of talk about what we're going to talk about so that we don't talk over each other
1: yeah yeah most definitely man um so my other thing is how is it how important is it man so can you elaborate on like how important you think the unity between the two is
0: between the cheese mess and the world yeah Without going over this long ass article, um, no, um, I mean, no, you go through the article. Nah, I mean, I, I, I think it's big. I, I like I. So let me take it down to the microorganism that was my division, E division, on the Peralta. I think when we got a clicking chief and officer, me and Mister Davis. Who was on the episode, the one about the war room? Shout out to Mr. Davis, Lethal Weapon, number one division, Dits, two times straight, broke our record. Lethal Weapon, EM1, EM1, Mac, Treasure. What up, y'all? EM1, Henry, four people, Garcia. Everybody, shout out to everybody. I don't want to ask too many. It's too many people today. It's too many people today, okay. yo. Yeah. Mac. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I said Mac. Mac oh, you, you know, okay. Mac. Yeah, I talked to Mac. I still talk to Mac. Tillman, shout out to Tillman. Tillman what up, man? Tillman. Yeah. So that division, right? But we really, really clicked that lethal weapon shit. When me and Mr. Davis got together, And we found a way to make that happen with that small division that we had that had a whole lot of work, small division, big work center. We made magic. You know what I'm saying? If If I could, you know, for lack of a better word, we made magic. You know, then we got Mr. Castaneda. We went through NSERV together. You know, same thing. We clicked instantly. You know what I'm saying? And we got Miss Tath and I I, I kind of left as Miss Tath was coming and I wish I had more time with her, but it would have been, at that point, it would have been more the same because the culture was created. Built. Built. You know what I mean? So, and that's what I mean. So, and I, and I, so I believe that most likely her and the EMC that came that was there for a little bit. I believe, I just would love to believe that they both, you know, clicked and it ran just as well. Yeah. That's what we got to do as two... Org- so that was the microorganism. Now, the two organizations, the Chiefs Mess and the War Room, we got to do that, right? Now, what helped me do it was it's like forced humility, right? Because I had a first term divo. So when I first got there, I had a, a second tour divo who was... My very first divo as a Chief was dope. Me and him, we worked together on MWR and did stuff like that. He just wasn't a part of E Division for that long. And then I had a couple other divos who kind of passed through, who had already been on a ship, already already had careers. One person was under like investigation for some stuff, stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So then I finally get a first term divo. The reason why I call it forced humility is because it's a time, and I think we talked about it on a podcast, but it's a time that he didn't know how to open the hatch. You know what I'm saying? It was a time. You know what I mean? So... That's what. That's where we start at, that. that's our starting point, so there's no egos involved. and then at the same time that that happened, I was like on a hook for some shit that happened at like at the command. you know what I mean So my whole division at that time was under investigation for something, and then I had a brand new fucking divo, so that's on both of our side- and you know before the, the investigation, I was hitting on like. All cylinders. Like, I came in high. I did everything I was supposed to do as a chief, and I was, you know, doing what I was supposed to do. But now I get smacked in the face by all of this shit that happens, you know, with the division. So I'm at a low point as far as my reputation and like what I need to do. And now I got this Divo who's not really at a low point, but he's brand new to the Navy. So Mm -hmm. I can't even be on a high horse with him because he knows he's coming into a division where like the chief just got kind of slapped on the face about some shit that happened with his division and he brand new. Right. So where we were kind of put on an even plane was that like that, like me being exposed in that sense to like my most, I remember like we talked about it before we went up to talk to like the XO about something and the XO and the chain was in there talking about like me, you know, and like, even though they like, I had mad respect, you know. We, you know, how we left the command yeah. and stuff like that. But so, but it was a point. It was like a period in time where, like, fuck ups was, you know, were happening. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And all roads lead to to me, so I can't even blame them. You know, it was a conversation like, "Hey, I like EMC, but what the fuck?" And then, you know, so that was, you know, what the conversation. So he heard that. That was like his second week on board. You know what I mean? And but in his first two weeks on board, he looking at. Me, like, damn, this dude's helping me out. This dude's sharp. He He's showing me this. He's showing me that. He's showing me that. Then we get up somewhere and it's like, damn, but this what they're thinking? So so uh-huh. that kind of humbled me there, right? So his force humility. The reason why I'm saying all of that, because it takes both parties to be humble. Yeah. Right? So it takes the chief's mess to be humble and not fall on everything that we have. And then it takes the organization of the war room. To be humble and not fall on everything that they have. In our case, it just happened to be forced humility. You know, we both didn't have a leg to stand on in that moment in time. Yeah. You know? So I, I believe that's how we started, right? And then, like I said, you build a culture. So after it gets good, then you get the Miss Taff and the new EMC version of this, where you like eight years down the line and your chief mess and your world still have that connection because. Y'all forced humility at one point, or y'all actually became humble at one point, came together and made some shit happen. It's too much. It's too many expectations right now, in my opinion, when it come to the relationships between the chiefs mess. Yeah, we could go play golf together. I ain't talk about all that shit, but I'm talking about coming together, putting something on and doing something. It's always these expectations. You know, I remember sitting in chief meetings and being like, I remember sitting in chief meetings and the topic of the war room come up and I remember how that, you know, response to be nothing bad against the war room. But the response is usually like, what do we actually expect from the war room? As far as this event, if we're planning like event and I'm going something as small as fun events, I remember MWR, you know, all right, well, we could get the chiefs, but can we get the war room or we could get the war room, but can we get the chiefs, you know? And some of that got to do with, with with some of the fun shit. Some of that got to do with the fact that officers got to pay for their food. Shit like that. You know, stuff like that. But outside of the fun shit, Damon, and I hope I'm not like going off track, but outside of the fun shit, we have to come together. We got to build a rapport, a rapport, but we got to be humble first. Yeah. We can't yeah, I, come to the table. My, my bad. No, we no, can't no. come to the table with all our shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and that, I, yeah. I, I, you, you, you are 100%, man. You, you, you said something earlier about like, like, um, what can we get? Like, is a wardroom going to help? Is a wardroom going to do this? Right. I wonder if that goes both ways. I wonder do they, do they think of events and think of things to do and be like, Hey, you know what I mean? You think the chief mess will like this? I mean, you think the chief mess will uh, get on board with this? Um, and we, we talk about fun things right there, but it, it could be anything though. You know what I mean? I just wonder sometimes and we'll get an officer on here and ask those questions. Um, because I know we do do that a lot. You was right on board, man. You think, you think the, the, the officers are trying to, do, I mean, we was doing, you know, Sailor 360 and we was thinking about how we can get the officers involved and, and we, tr- we made up this whole thing and, and had officers and had the chiefs and had the LPOs and we had all this stuff because we wanted, you know, everybody to be involved in this, you know, and not just, you know, the chief mess running this whole show. So. Um, but I do think it means a lot, you know, the unity of it. Um, uh, like he said in the article, um, and I, I give you guys one example that I had, man. I know Dumbo was giving some examples. I had an example where, uh, I had an officer that wasn't, that wasn't like liked in the mess or loved in the mess. And he was getting a little pushback from his, with his claws. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had to freaking, uh, say something about it. Right. Uh, to make sure. And I remember talking to the department head and, uh, eventually, uh, department head, we, uh, the XO found out about it, you know, not to me, but the XO found out about it and the issue ended up getting corrected you know, because he was, he was coming down on, on his quals because people weren't helping him out. Um, yeah. and I remember him coming to talk to me about it and say, Hey, it, it helped out and, and people doing this for me and people like blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I mean, it wasn't me. I just forced it. You know what I mean? I forced mm-hmm. this because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to get to a certain place in, in your career. You know, so I want to help as much as I can. Uh, but when he told me that, man, it was a big thing for me because I didn't tell this story a couple of times, man, because he was like, I'm telling this story like people may not think it's a big deal. But when he was telling me the story, it was a huge deal for him mm-hmm. that I went talk to somebody for on his behalf to say, hey, we need to help, you know, this sailor out. Cause I think sometimes we forget as chiefs that officers are sailors too. (laughs) You know Mm. what I mean? Like, I think we forget, uh, when the mentoring and the training and all this stuff, I think we forget because they senior and stuff like that. We forget they are sailors too, man. So, um, that was a big deal for me when when he came one on one and talked to me about that, man.
0: Yeah, man. I think officers expect us to be able to get it done. Right. And I, and I, you know, and I say that in a simple, you know, manner, but. I think they know that when they when they tap us in, well their expectation is when they tap us in to do something that we get it done. I think a lot of the disconnect comes when officers tap chiefs in and we don't get the shit done or uh, when you know. Anything you know? They finally lean over and ask us. You know, they've done. They looked in the tech manuals. They did this. They did this, and they finally lean over and ask us the one question, and we have no fucking idea. And we give yeah. them a the stone face, and we don't even say that we're gonna take the time out to, "Hey, sir, let me look. Let me look in the manual." Um, uh, here goes Siri again, thinking I'm talking to her. Check it out. Thanks. You know, like, "Hey, sir." I don't know this, but let me open up this book. Let me look at it. Let me kind of do, do my stuff. You go ahead, take care of something else. I'm going to go figure this out. I'll come back, hit you with the answer. Some stuff like that. Like, I think sometimes they look at us like we don't have the endurance when it comes to like the technical, um, acumen and and things like that to like go the fucking distance. You know what I mean? And we didn't made all this rank, but like you could break apart like what we know in a matter of seconds. You know what I mean? Because a lot of what they do is based off of what they learn, you know, how they yeah. study, what they read, shit like that. A lot of young, like in my, and let me talk about my experience In my experience. A lot of what we've learned and a lot of what I, I've learned came from experience. Yeah. You know, it just came from experience, you know? So it's a lot of weight to, I I see it now in my day to day. It's a lot of weight to when I say, I've never done this as an electrician. You know, whether we know it or not, it's like, Hey, I've uh, like, that's listened to. I've never done this. Let me look into it to see what the fuck is going on. But from what I know, I never did this in Mm -hmm. 16 years of being an electrician. I never did this. They listen. Yeah. Like, oh, damn, senior, you know, senior probably know what he talking about because he's been around for X amount of time. You know, Mm -hmm. now when we don't even have that leg to stand on, if we're not even offering that information, Are we trying to compete with the officer and whatever it is that their role is, then what the fuck? You know, did we distinguish clear roles? Mm. Are we trying to do the same fucking job? Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's where shit gets real, really muddy. Yeah. Officers and chiefs trying to do each other's job. Yep. Do we even know (laughs) the role of the officer? Yeah. Like, I know we got the e-dorm that kind of tells us, you know, this type of stuff. It's other, you know, it's other things too. I don't want to get into all the acronyms and I know some of them, but like, it's other things that tell us, you know, other stuff. But did we look at that shit? That's the first thing I did with my, with my divo. Um, on my my first tour divo, on my first ship as a chief, I took him to his roles and everything we did, right? And that sounds like some fairy tale funny shit, but that's exactly what we did. If it was 3M, I went to the roles and responsibilities. Edom, roles and responsibility. Any program we did, I showed him his actual role and responsibility in that program.
1: Yeah, that's great. Hey, bro, you killing it. I didn't go that depth as you went with with the E-Dorm thing and showing those responsibility, but we had that sit down. You have to have the sit down and the talk about what you're doing because the training going to come in and play for like the 3M, you talked about the 3M, you talked about stuff like that. That's going to come, you know, within time of you doing it together and stuff like that. Uh, but the sit down, man, the talk, man, because you're right. Uh, they, you can come into play, you can find out real quick like, like, hey, you make a decision, then the devil don't know. And then the devil yeah. will get asked by the department head and then he don't know what's going on. So now you got him looking like crazy. Then the, the vice versa, right? Department, head, the, the devil just told the division something. Then the, the department head come tell you about it and you looking like, cra- so you have to have the talk to make sure you guys are on the same page. I'm telling you, man, you want to, you want to get some people to turn their back on you real quick. Let the devil and the chief don't be on the same page. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) It could be a problem right there, real quick, man. Yeah.
0: Um, And I also also don't believe in calling people trash that I did not try to positively influence. You know what I mean? So some people do that too, man. My devil fucking sucks. Like, well, what did you do? Yeah. What have you been doing to help develop? What have you been doing?
1: But see, that's the thing. Like, when you say that, man, my whole thing, and I, and I, and I argue with people, I'd be mad if somebody be calling my demo trash. Because I feel like we the team, bro. We try to beat everybody. That's my competitiveness. Yeah, you, you know, know what? I, about when, my, when my, when my demo could get with me, man, like we together. But bro, we together. Like I remember let <laughs> tell you, I'm gonna tell this story one time, man. Uh, me and my demo, man, like we went up to the XO. You know, when you go talk to the XO, man, XO don't want to hear from me at all. He mm. don't want me to talk about nothing. He didn't want me to say anything. So he owned the Devo. So I didn't, I didn't prep the Devo. You know what I mean? But what we talk about when we get in there, that's not even what we talking about though. He talking about some, some, he talking about something him and the Devo did one on one and the Devo didn't do. You know what I mean? Now I'm in there yeah, looking yeah, like, yeah. Oh crap, what's the hell going on? Right. So he told the Devo something. Devo looking like, I said, then that was my, it was perfect for me though, because I'm like, here go a lesson we finna learn right now. You yeah. I mean, let me help you. You know what I mean? If XO come tell you to do something, that don't necessarily mean you gotta go do that one on one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come talk to me. Maybe I didn't seen this before. Maybe I can help you, you know, better, whatever, quicker, whatever the case may be. Um, but that's all in the that's all in the process, man. It's just a process, man. Um
0: The article also said, Do we know the career path of like second tour? Division officers, like, do we even, do we as chiefs even know their career paths? I'm going to tell
1: you right now, I do not know their career path, right? right? But I will tell you this. I have had second, second year, third, whoever, they will tell me what they need to do though. Yeah, I need to get this done. See, I get that done. I get this done in conversation though. Now I'll be lying Mm -hmm. if I sit here and tell you, yeah, I look through this and I know exactly what they need to be doing, blah, blah normally that sit down, some of that stuff comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah. comes out and say, yeah, I need to do this thing. I need to make sure I get this done, that done. And then we talk about it like that.
0: Yeah, like they were doing some like training, like during like the season. And it was like about like a devil who wanted to give a completely different eval to somebody than the chief wanted to give. Like, I think the devil wanted to give somebody an EP and the chief wanted to give him a P. And they was pretty much asking the selects, like, what would you do if your devil was like, fuck that. I'm giving a You know, in my head, I'm like, this don't feel, in my head, based off my experience, I'm like, this don't feel that realistic to me. I ain't never been through nothing like this. Right? So that was in my experience. Mm -hmm. And then people, it was people in the room like, nah, shit like this happens. Things like this happen. I'm like, and I mean, like, in my head, I'm like, damn, how far away? from you did your divo get for this kind of, you know, shit to happen. Or like like, did you do you did you relieve like a chief who had a bad relationship with the Divo and that's how the Divo was acting and you had to get it. Like, I I think it's a much bigger lesson than the lesson that we were trying to give in it's a much longer lesson than that small lesson that we were trying to give during the chief training. Cause if it did happen like that and you stepped into a division that was going like going like that, what did you do? Can we train on that? You know, yeah. or if your divo just went off the rails, what did you do to reel your divo back in? Can we train on that? You know, instead of just asking this person like, Hey, your divo said, fuck it. What you going to do? You That's, know what I'm ain't saying? And like,
1: it's hard to like envision though. Like it's hard for you to like to think about that, man. Like something happening like that. Like, yo, bro, they made him reenact it and everything. You know, <laughs> yo, I'm
0: your divo. Man. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> You know I go. I know yo. tell me, tell me that the evil need to change. Hey, the evil don't need to change. Divo, fuck you, chief. Fuck you. I ain't doing that shit. I'm the divo. I rank higher uh, uh, than you. Your divo, you know somebody else. Your divo saying fuck you. What are you going to yeah, do? Man, <laughs> like, get crazy, bro. <laughs> get crazy. You be like, hey, I'm, in my I'm, bro, to I'm in my
1: CMC. I'm gonna talk yeah. to the I'm gonna talk to yeah.
0: I, 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 I'm going to put uh, the devil at attention. <laughs> that's a car. That's an old callback. back. I'm in my head like, yo, I've never seen a yeah. situation go that, down that like bad this. anyway,
1: man. Like that's no type of relationship. If the devil's saying, F you, this was going to happen in a division. That's kind of yeah. like you guys ain't no type of team, no type of unity, no type of anything.
0: You need yeah. somebody to be removed.
1: You so know, he's talking top. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. He talked about uh, a lot of stuff, right? He talked about things that he think worked. And one of the ideas, I want to get into one of, the, well, one of the ideas was like dining out, like, like, you know, like the fun off work. Another idea though, this he said, he said, and yet another unit, when a junior officer reported to the command, they worked with the chief's mess for two weeks. That was part of their check-in. They went to CPO meetings and if there was a disciplinary review board, they set in. They went to chief trainings and it was during the season. They participate. And if it was during the season, they participated. Sounds crazy, right? I asked the CEO why did they, why they did this? And the response was, isn't it obvious? I thought it was, he said, I thought it was an out of the box thinker. What a way to be transparent and build trust with the CPO mess. Right. So the officers worked with the chiefs in the chief. They worked pretty much as chiefs for two weeks. Bro, I read
1: that same thing, man. I, I, I put that like, <laughs> you know, you never know where your career going to go, man. So I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I put that in my notes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I added it to my notes, man. I thought that was like a good ass idea, man. Like something that you yeah. could at least bring up. Um, it's nothing like knowing what somebody else do to understand what they're doing. It's nothing like yeah. that, bro.
0: I think it should go both ways. Ooh. I think it go both ways. Let yeah. the Chiefs work, you know, let the Chiefs work with the officers. I honestly don't think that's needed if you have a really good relationship with your your officers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like exactly. if y'all talking, hey, you I, know what kind of shit y'all be talking I, about? I,
1: I think it's a good idea for your first year just checked on board. You know, instance, I think it's a great idea when it comes to that. Everybody else kind of know when you get to the chief mess, you kind of know your, you, you should kind of like know your role, know what you do. When you in the mess, when you become a second, third tour or whatever, you kind of know what's expect. You should know what's expected out of you also, right? Mm-hmm. But when you just fresh out of school, you, your first command, you kind of don't really understand. So I think that's where it becomes a great idea for your first two weeks.
0: Yeah. And I and I think we should do more officer training during the season. Like I think yeah. we do like yeah. we do it like once, maybe even integrate with the war room for a training or something like that during I, the season. Yeah.
1: And we always talk about that too, man. Like we always talk about it before the season start. we be like, "Hey, are we go somebody gonna bring it up? Like somebody gonna bring up? Hey, are we gonna have any officers come training? We like, hey, it's a good idea, but nobody really act on it, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Nobody w- really want to want to act on it, but I do. Every time somebody bring it up, I do think it's a great idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it just really never happens though. That much yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, but like, like we did before though, we graded it. I still got it. I still have it as unit organizations as a five. I had some good relationships with officers. Um, I think my relationship's been top notch. Uh, yeah. Multiple officers, whether they were in my division or not, I think my relationships have been top notch. I think some of that is a part of just personal stuff. Um, just who we are as people and stuff like that. But um, I I think we could definitely build. And if the War Room and the Chiefs mess as entities came together, I think that would make for stronger
1: commands. Yeah. No doubt, man. No, no, no. I'm the same way, man. I got it up there. I had a great relationship with officers too, man. Um, No doubt. Um, Well, I, I tell you, man, I had some some relationships, man, that 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 know shit, man, that's like probably better than I had when I was in the fucking mess sometimes, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Some of the relationships that we had, uh, my devos and, and on the deck place with me. You know what I mean? I, I think that's another thing too. Everybody say, Oh, you do admin, you go over here and you just do this. I, I want you to know the sailors, man. I want you to know these things, man, about them and what they doing every day so you can see it. You know what I mean? So yeah. when you be up, when you become that captain and, and you know, you kind of can relate a little bit more to what's going on with you on the deck plates. You know what I mean? Doing it. So, um, I, I was, uh, you know, very lucky to have a lot of those devils that want to be down there. They want to learn something. They just got in the Navy. They want to learn, learn, learn. And, um, I was ready for that. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. go. Let's get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but back yeah, to, I, then on this article too, man, we got to give him a shot. It's Master Chief Julio Hernandez, man great article man great article great read man Um, on the whole article so
0: I want to make sure I say that yeah man hey and stop violating safety instructions to go viral (laughs) you know what I'm saying that shit ain't cool you know we put it out our last episode I just want to put out again we have fun with the topic but yeah it's a serious fucking topic (laughs) like 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 stop violating safety instructions trying to go viral
1: (laughs) And, and let me add to that a little bit man. And and you know some people going to think differently about it like oh this but every safety <laughs> that is that is that is put out every instruction every whatever that's put out man is put out for a reason. That's why we bringing this up man. That's why we talking about safety. It's put out for a reason. Somebody either some equipment that got broken is probably worth millions of dollars or somebody that got hurt, somebody that died. That's why we doing this. So when you guys sitting back in your little, little room and say, oh, why are they talking about that? Who gives a fuck about that? Who cares about that? Because somebody may have died or some equipment may have been broken or whatever the case may be. So think about that for a second too.
0: Yeah. Preach. Preach. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> Preach, man. That's it, man. That's all we got. I got a book review. The yeah. Dichotomy of Leadership. Mm. You read this book too, right, Damon? Yeah. I read it, how man. Long, how long did, you, did it take you the whole deployment to get through this <laughs> shit, one? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> <It ain't laughs> shit, damn. Eight months. Six months on though.
1: this journey. I was actually reading the book, though. It was different. I was falling asleep Six like a month, motherfucker.
0: baby. But it was a good book, though. Yeah, <laughs> this audio book. You still in a book club? Damn. <laughs> Hey, uh, y'all. know what I'm saying? I'm going to be you out. I yes, didn't you call did. you yes, out. You no, did. I didn't. Yes, did. you no, know. I didn't. I literally asked you if you were still in the book club. I didn't, didn't know ask. that you wasn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't. Like, you did. You no, did. But but you did. I, you did. <laughs> I honestly did. I got a couple other people that I know that I need to ask if they're still in the book club. Like, you still in the club. <laughs> I, mean, like, I thought, hey, we had a, we had a, I got man,
1: what's what I got name Aaron? on? Yeah. I Aaron,
0: Aaron? I thought Eric gonna ask me over here, but I said, Oh shit, I hope Eric don't ask me about this. Eric book uh, book but... gonna hit you up now. He gonna hit <laughs> yeah, you up yeah, now for sure. I love you, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I only say that because this book we're reading now, I've had to read listen to chapters twice. That's how hard this accent is for me to yeah, like get but dichotomy of leadership. So in the beginning of this book, right, Jocko if it's Jocko <sighs> Willink and Leif Babin, right? For for those of you that don't know at the beginning of this book, they just had to remind me like two hundred times that everything they wrote in the first book, Extreme Ownership, was like over, like overboard, like they said too much. And they they took back like everything they said in Extreme Ownership, which was funny as fuck to me because I had been living my life based on Extreme Ownership. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, damn, y'all really got me here, man. Now I got to change shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember that too. Hey, it was a good book. It was a good book. Um After it got past all the apologetic shit for extreme ownership, it got really good. A lot of stories stood out. Um, One that had to do with patches stood out. Um, One that had to do with something going on at quarters. Oh, this is a text from Teach telling us she's not going to make it, even though we already told her that we was going to be done before she could make it. Anyway... So yeah, so t shane ain't going to make it to pie with us. But, um, yeah, good book. Um, yeah. I read it so long ago now at this point that I don't remember much of it, but definitely read it. Jocko seems like he was a good leader. Yeah. You know, I don't follow him with the podcast or the energy drink or every other endeavor that he has going on. But he seems like he was a good leader when he was in the Navy. Some of the decisions that he made, some of the times he chose not to make certain decisions, some of the times he chose not to take certain actions, just all make it seem like he was a good dude. It seemed like he was fair. It seemed like he was stern when he needed to be. It seemed like he was understanding. It seemed like he was logical. And it seemed like he knew his people. You know? Yeah. Um, I respect that a lot. So definitely read the dichotomy of leadership. I actually enjoyed the book more when they talked about the real world business scenarios mm-hmm. than when they yeah. talked about the, na- when they talked about the, the seal shit. Like I yeah, actually they had enjoyed to tie, more. They, what,
1: they, what they was trying to do is tie it in together, right? Tie both of them in together. Yeah. The like, tie ins. Yeah. Tie ins. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's your shit. Tie ins. <laughs> remember that book? Yeah. yeah I remember that. Book. that was the yeah. same- <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I, I appreciated it more when they talked about the civilian shit. You know, it kind of, some of those stories stuck more. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Um, good book, Dichotomy of Leadership. Damon read it a long time ago. I just read it for the first time. Good shit. Good I give book. it, I give it like a four, like a low four out of five. Yeah. Low four. Low four. Low four.
1: Yeah. All right, guys. I'll let your boy, man, Mississippi stand yes. up. Raphael Peralta. You already know what it is. PTSF.